back to Cool Girls Only. This week we're chatting about hobbies. We, I think, like a, I don't know, when was the last time we talked about hobbies? Was it in the fall? Yeah, I think it was in the fall. Literally one of our top episodes. So you guys clearly want to hear about hobbies. So this is kind of a check-in and like just some good hobbies that you can try and we can try in your 20s. Um, so just checking in from our last hobbies episode, are there any new hobbies that you have tried this year that you're loving? I think the only major new one is reading because you guys know I struggled with it last year. Let's just be honest. I really didn't, I I was not up to par with where I should have been with reading. Um, so this year that was like a big one for me is I need to get my shit together and start reading more. And I set a goal that was very modest. It was um, 12 books for the year. So one book a month on average. Yeah. And I am fully hitting that, you guys. I have a list. I actually today downloaded the Goodreads app. Yay. Oh, my God. Friend me. Yeah. So okay. she's a reader. She's um, a reader. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been so good. I'm excited to keep it up. I think for me, the biggest thing is like having books ready to go on my shelf literally like yeah to just grab and start reading otherwise it's like oh maybe I'll read this I don't know like drifting through Amazon books for yeah weeks no I fully agree also side note I have kind of drifted away from my Kindle this year and like you've inspired me to read physical books and like build the bookshelf so I've been loving that so cute <laughs> yeah but I agree though like having books ready to go when you're done to just like pick it up and go like it's so helpful do you have a favorite book you've read this year Hmm. and your fave what's been my fave I had to read grit for work but even though it was for work I still heard that's really good is it good it was it was good I don't know I would never gift it to someone like I would gift other nonfiction self-help books I probably wouldn't gift grit to someone isn't it I don't know like a little Yeah. Like, I feel like it's a bit controversial. I've heard like some people don't really agree with her take. Yeah. She, she kind of is like explaining what grit is, which that's great. You coined the term, but I think we all know what it means. Um, yeah, (laughs) she, she definitely like has a lot of interesting, like scientifically backed studies and things that she talks about to kind of convince you the reader that like grit is a thing. Yeah. People with grit are more successful. This is how you get grittier. Yeah. Um, but I think one thing that probably is pretty controversial from the book that she talks about is um she believes that grit is something you really um develop if you had a significant event in your childhood, and it has to be in your childhood or early mm-hmm. um not not necessarily like early trauma. childhood, but Yeah, not necessarily a trauma, but you have to have an event early on in your life that you struggle with and overcome. And that event will then set the foundation for you to be a gritty person and really impacts you later in life. Whereas um, going through that as an adult might not have the same effect. So I think some people reading it like I can tie directly to myself what my major event was. Like, I know why I'm a gritty person. Like, we had to take the quiz or whatever at work oh, for this okay. women's reading club. Yeah. Um. 
So like, I know why I feel like a gritty person and why I probably scored high from my event in my early childhood. But like, if you're reading it and you didn't score high or you feel like you're a gritty person, but you don't have like Mm -hmm. a major event that you overcame, I could see people being like, screw you. Like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Interesting. You don't need that. Okay. Nice. It was okay. I would say overall, like six out of 10. Okay. Um, but I did read Spare and the Queen. So I started oh, yeah. off my year reading all about the royal family. And I would say the Queen was like way better, in my opinion, than Spare. Spare was like entertaining um for the most part, but I don't know. It makes you not like Harry. And I like to like Harry. So it yeah. made me sad. Oh. Yeah, that's a that's a popular one. I'm gonna take your word for it and not read it (laughs) spare yeah yeah I wouldn't I don't I don't think you would like it very much yeah I don't think I would either I'm not gonna waste my time (laughs) it's also kind of a big book it is a fat book dude and he talks about his time in the war I mean no joke uh close to a third of the book if not more so it's it's way more than I would have expected Mm-hmm. But it goes to show, like, that was a significant part of his life. So he wants to spend all this time talking about it. Mm-hmm. But, like, the types of people who are buying your book they don't care. don't care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Um, But, yeah, I would say biggest one is reading for me. There are other hobbies I've, like, I'd say taken more seriously, like cooking. But I feel like I've been doing that for a while. So for me, reading yeah. was the one that I've really gotten good at love that (laughs) what about you I feel like same reading I set a goal last year to read 12 books and I think I like just hit the 12 right at the end of the year so I was proud but I also kind of wanted to read more so this year I'm I have a goal of 24 books so two books a month which I'm actually starting. I'm on my seventh book of the year already. So I'm like on track. Oh my God. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Like, who am I? I don't know. But I'm when do you, loving when it. When do you read? I want to hear like your routine for when you read. Yeah. I mean, I really like reading before bed, but I also, Joe and I like watching shows before bed too. So to be completely honest, like, I like sometimes on the weekend, instead of like, binging a show or watching a movie I will literally read and like get through three quarters of a book like Mm -hmm. and that's kind of how it's been for most of the books like I will just sit and read and read and read and like I'll get through like a book in a weekend basically so that's kind of what I've been doing I kind of want to have it a bit more structured where like I literally read every day like before bed but sometimes it just doesn't happen Mm -hmm. but my goal though is to pick books that are so easy to get into that I like don't want to put down because that's like the easiest way for me, honestly, to finish a book quickly. So I feel like I've been picking pretty good ones this year so far. (laughs) I just finished um, Stanley Tucci's the one you sent me and I loved it. It's like inspired me to just enjoy cooking more. Yes. I, I love his philosophy around cooking and life in general. Like simplicity and enjoying what you're doing I just enjoying it literally yes yes like you don't need to be a professional chef 
to make a decent meal and actually like making it. Like, yeah. it's almost like the same thing we talked about with money last week, the whole mm-hmm. mindset. You know what I mean? Like, you have to eat. And yeah. unless you eat out every day, you're going to eat at home. And if yeah. you're going to eat at home, you might as well enjoy it. <laughs> you might as well enjoy it. Like, if you're going to cook, you might as well enjoy it. I completely agree. And I feel like I finished that book like a week ago. And I feel like this past week, I've just been cooking and enjoying it. So love that. But hopefully we can get to our 24 books. So that is my first hobby that I'm loving this year. My second one is yoga. And I mean, I guess that's kind of like a habit slash hobby. Like a habit would be, I guess, working out and like moving my body. But Mm -hmm. I'm kind of also making yoga a hobby because I want to practice like outside of classes, like different poses. So I've been practicing crow pose and I'm actually like, I'm doing it. Like I can do it. So oh my God. I know she's a yoga girl. I'm a yogi. <laughs> um, so that's been fun. I, I love yoga and it's just so stress relieving and just feels great. So that's been one. And then lastly, as mentioned, cooking, um, Stanley Tucci has inspired me. I'm finding joy And I also, you know, maybe another reason that cooking is being, is kind of making me happy recently is that I kind of upgraded my kitchen stuff. So I got, I literally went crazy on the OXO Amazon store and I bought new sheet pans, new mixing bowls, new, what else did I get? Cutting boards, like just things that I needed, like, because I feel like that makes a huge difference. The stuff you have in your kitchen, like you need to have the tools. And if you don't have the tools, you're not going to want to cook. Exactly. Or if you have like old shitty tools, like we have an old shitty chef's knife and I don't have a sharpener. I need to get a sharpener. I need to get a new knife. I agree. It's, it's huge. And I love the OXO, OXO Amazon store. They have everything. It's honestly just like such good quality. Like I need to just continue buying good quality shit because I, when we moved here, I got like, I think it was just Amazon basics, like sheet pans and they looked, I didn't measure them. I just like looked at the image. I was like, Oh, these look good. And they were so small, like so, so small. (laughs) And that's literally what I had to work with for the past eight months. I don't know how long we've lived here, but yeah, I'm like, I need to just buy some new shit. (laughs) Like this is ridiculous. So we upgraded. Also, you're you've been at your apartment for what eleven months? You moved in April. We moved in May, so yeah, ten months. Damn, that's, that's crazy. crazy. And I have a lovely kitchen, and I've just had shit to work with. So yeah, you have a gorgeous kitchen for especially for an apartment, like unreal. Moving from New York to Chicago is just life changing. The space. <laughs> Being in Philly and going to our friend's apartment, like she had a two bedroom, two bath apartment and she was paying a thousand dollars less than us. Yeah. It's heartbreaking. Honestly, it's (laughs) so horrible. I'm just done, dude. I'm literally done. I know. know. Oh my God. But yes, that has been my reading yoga cooking, like beautiful, loving it. You're such a well-rounded person. That's why we need hobbies. Look at you. <laughs> this is, I mean, this is why it has not always been like this though. And 
we'll talk about this at the end of the episode, but like, I feel like I needed to find how to fill my time. And I think that's also why this is the, our last Hoppies episode was our almost, I think it was like our third most listened to episode ever, Mm -hmm. because I feel like at this stage in life in your twenties, you find yourself having like free time that you didn't have before. So like, how are you supposed to fill it? Um, and it's kind of tough to figure that out. So I think it's a lot of trial and error, but I think this is a good segue to get into like some good ideas for hobbies to try in your twenties. So I think the first two we've already mentioned reading, cooking, boom, easy. I mean, not necessarily easy, but you know, those are two great ones to start if you're interested And on the note of reading. I also feel like I get really inspired when I'm, I don't have a TikTok, but I know of book talk and I see it on YouTube and like I watch people's YouTube videos of like reviews of books. And sometimes I get ideas from that. Um, I also love the redheads podcast from Jackie from the morning toast. The most recent book I read the measure was one of the books they recently read. So like, if you're like, want to get into it that way. It's also, or even like creating a book club. Like I, that's one of my goals for this year. Like I want to start like a book club. I think that'd be so fun. Like gathering different people that, you know, and wherever you live and like hosting a cute book club. Like it's so fun. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. Another one after cooking is baking. Do you, (laughs) do you bake a lot? I do. I actually baked, um, on Friday. I just had a really stressful day at work. And I was exhausted from the week that I had. So at about four o'clock, I was like, you know what? I'm done with calls for the day. I'm tired. I don't feel good. I just need to be done. And so I did what anyone would do in that situation, which is make banana bread (laughs) and have (laughs) a slice. It was so so good. Yes. I, I baked banana bread while I, while it was baking, I cleaned my apartment, organized my stuff. It was just needed. It, it, it's so therapeutic. And I think baking is challenging for me more so than cooking because baking is like more of a science in my opinion than cooking yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really struggle with doing things exactly how I'm told. <laughs> okay. I'm the opposite. I love baking because it's just, it yeah, tells me exactly what to put in and that's what I do. <laughs> that is Caleb. That's why Caleb loves baking is because- there are very, very clear instructions. You don't need to like have a sixth sense or anything to do it well. Yeah. And you just have to follow the instructions. And for me, that's hard. Yeah. So like I would rather cook and make up my own recipe or like try new things or it smells a certain way. So I think it's done kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, But it's good for me to practice following instructions. <laughs> following the <laughs> rules a little. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I love baking and it is therapeutic. It's so funny because I feel the same way. Like when I have a tough day or like a super stressful day, I literally am like, I'm baking something tonight. Like Mm -hmm. last week, same. I think it was like Tuesday or Monday. I made baked banana chocolate chip oatmeal bars and they were so good. So good. But like, I'm also just now getting a lot of stuff on Pinterest, like cute little TikTok meals and I save them. And I'm using that for cooking also, but I'm getting a lot of baking recipes and I'm loving it. So mm-hmm. yeah, baking is a fun, it's a fun one. I also want to try making bread. 
like actual bread. I know. I know. It's definitely something I want to do as well. I think I could see like 50 year old Jordan, like on a nice piece of property, making bread, um, using the herbs from my garden. Yeah. (laughs) Like literally if doomsday comes, I want to be self-sufficient on my piece of property. So I'm hopeful that I'm making my own bread. No, I literally added that to this list. Gardening and then in parentheses, when we have houses one day, LOL. Oh, so cute. Yeah. I would love to garden. I would love that. I mean, obviously cannot do it now. I don't know how I would do that, but it just seems like it would be just lovely. Use cook your own vegetables. Oh my God. What a life. Okay, some other ones. Painting. You're a painter. I paint. Yeah, I've been struggling lately. I think um, I did oil painting in high school. And so I got oil paints now. And I have found that to be extremely difficult. For those of you who don't know, oil paint is very hard to work with. Um, So like watercolors or acrylic is a much easier uh, way to get into painting. And I just dove into the deep end with oils again. And... I just shouldn't have done that. I should have done watercolor or acrylic first. So rethinking what I'm using. Yeah. But this is also a good one, similar to cooking, where I think your tools and your setup matters so much. Like if you don't have an easel, if you don't have the like paint knives, if you don't have the things that make it fun, then it's going to be a struggle if you have shitty equipment. Like you're just not going to want to do it. Like if you decide that you want to do something and like you're fully set on it, you should invest in like the equipment that you want to use. Fully agree. Yeah. It's like, um, James clear atomic habits, atomic habits. You got to be the person. Like you say, I'm a runner. I'm a painter. Yeah. Be that person. Mm -hmm. Okay. The next one is sketching. So going along with painting, another artsy hobby, sketching, do you, are you a drawer as well? Yeah. So I do um like charcoal oh sketching, gosh, I did not which I this. really like. I've been more into sketching lately than painting. Again, I think it's because of the oil paint. It's so intimidating and hard mm-hmm. to work with. Um, But if you're like kind of in the mood to do something artsy, I would definitely recommend charcoal sketching because it's very inexpensive to get um, like the pad paper that you need for it. Charcoal pencils are super inexpensive as well. And you don't need a lot of equipment for that. Like you can just have those two things and go sit in a park and like sketch something. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I've been more into that lately than painting. I love that. I'm just like the like I'm just so non-artistic when it comes to that like painting or drawing like it's just would be a little embarrassing to see what I come up with but I don't doesn't mean I won't try I do kind of want to go to like a painting class I think that'd be fun it is so fun and like anything even if you're not good at it it's fun to try like I'm in no way good at yoga which is our next um idea for a hobby is yoga but I still think it's fun to go to a class and learn like. Yeah. And it's just good for your like your mental health too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as she said, yoga is our next one. I think that's a good one. I mean, because you can also do it on your own. I mean, there's so many like yoga with Adrian. Love. 
I was actually using her video um, to learn how to actually get into crow pose. And it was like from 10 years ago. <laughs> like, yeah, she's a I'm legend. Like, you have come her... so far. It's crazy. Yeah, her backlog of videos and content is so amazing in yeah. YouTube. She is one of those people that like, thank you. Thank you yes. for doing what others cannot, which is consistently putting out genuinely good content for other people, mm-hmm. like not yourself, not to sell anything, like not doing what brands tell you. She's just such a baller. I'm a huge fan I of her. I love her. Yeah. And she's like, just, she hasn't changed. I mean, I don't know her. I don't know her personally. Okay. But her content is just as good as it has always been. Like she just mm-hmm. has great flows. Um, So yoga with Adrian, try it. Uh, we love her. Okay. Another one is photography, which I feel like I kind of tried to get into when I moved to New York, you know, so artsy, um, fashion. Like I love it, dude. I love that. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was fun, but I didn't really do anything with it, but it is a good hobby. I mean, everyone has a phone. You can just anyone, literally anyone could be a photographer at this point. I agree. I put it on here because I think like um, I recently printed out a bunch of pictures just on Shutterfly. Like we have this thing um, that I actually got from Maya's apartment from her when she moved out of the Upper East Side place. She had this big frame with like a cork board in it for you to put like Hmm. little pictures and stuff. Um, And I just never put pictures up. It was so depressing. Like this blink board filled with no memories and <laughs> I finally was like like last week I'm like I'm gonna go on Shutterfly and order some pics and put them up and I had a picture from when I was in Lisbon with Caleb that I took like with my nice camera and it's so cool like I just loved the picture it was good and so I blew that up in like a eight by ten and I'm gonna get a frame and everything so I Cute. think it's also like yeah, like anyone can take a great picture and you can always blow it up and hang it up in your apartment and it doesn't have to like live on your phone forever. It could be mm-hmm. something that also good gift idea as well. Yeah, so true. I mean, I'm also just trying to take more pictures in general just for memories because I feel like for a while I just didn't take enough. Like, I feel like Joe and I barely have any photos together and we've literally been together forever. Um, So I'm just like, I just, it doesn't need to go anywhere. Like, don't think of it as like the whole world's going to see the photos. Like, just take more for memories. That's kind of my vibe right now. That's such a good point, dude. Like, I, I agree. I think that's why I was also so pulled to like print a bunch of random photos out. Even the ones I didn't hang up a ton. I just Mm -hmm. printed them because I'm like, you know what? I have all of these really cool pictures from the last 10 years of my life that just live in my phone. Yeah. And I never look at them. I never do anything with them. It would just be nice to print them. So I, I encourage you all to print too. some pictures. That's a good idea. I mean, yeah, my parents, like my mom has these boxes and boxes of just printed photos, mm-hmm. which I kind of love. It's kind of fun to just go through them. Like I never just sit on my phone and go through my pictures. Like they're just sitting there for what I agree. Right. You're inspiring me. I'm going to print some pictures. Love that. (laughs) Okay. The next one's a fun one. Knitting. (laughs) Do you knit? I don't, but I wish I was a knitter. Like I was on the subway and this woman probably like say mid 
to late 50s was just knitting away on the subway, enjoying her life. Everyone was watching her knit because it was such a craft. Like she was just killing it. And I just thought to myself, I wish I could make things so wholesome. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah, Like like, I want to make a blanket. Right. I want to make um, thick mittens. Yeah. (laughs) No, it's so funny. Like I do not know why this is, but like my senior year of high school knitting around my school kind of became a trend. So like a bunch of my friends started knitting and of course, for some reason, I was like the worst of all of them. Like I couldn't make anything, <laughs> but to be honest, it like, I think you just need patience, like, which I did not have. I feel like I have a bit more patience now than I did when mm-hmm. I was a senior in high school, but it's actually not too hard. And it's also very therapeutic. Like you just have to yes. focus on what you're doing and you can tune everything else out. Yeah. It's just got to feel like such an accomplishment because like people love baking because you're putting things together from scratch and then you have this amazing thing Yeah. two hours later and it's like knitting is, that's a long game. Yeah. Like you got to have vision to knit. You really do. I know it's tough, but that's definitely something. It's a good hobby to get into. Make some, make some blankets, make some scarves, Ooh, all the things. Yeah. Okay. The next one I added because I mean, it's not a hobby of mine, but I did try it and I love it pottery. I think the last episode I probably talked about it. I went to a pottery class and, you know, if it was a bit more accessible, the pottery class was a little bit farther away from my apartment than I'd like. Like if I could go there on a more regular basis, I think I would probably do it more, but this was so fun. Like I absolutely loved it. It was the first time I've ever done pottery on like a wheel. And I don't, I'm saying this about every single hobby on this list, but it's so therapeutic. (laughs) Like Literally, you just have to focus on what you're doing. And like, I mean, you can listen to music. It's just so fun. And like, I would make whatever you want. It was, it was really fun. I would go back. Um, and I, I mean, maybe one day in my home, I'll have a pottery wheel. I literally had like a thought. I'm like, maybe I'll open up like an Etsy shop for mugs. Like I had all of these thoughts going in my head the first time I went, um, so I could definitely see myself doing it again down the road. Like it's, really I, fun. I freaking love ceramics, dude. Like yeah. I was such an art girly. I took every art class in high school that I could. And I just think it's so fun. You're right. It's so therapeutic. You're making something yourself throwing, um, on a wheel, like yeah. is so freaking cool. It's so it's much so fun. Cool. I cannot believe how expensive, classes are especially in big cities it is very expensive to go to even like a one-time class like I looked here in New York I want to say it was like 50 bucks minimum Mm -hmm. to go to a class for an hour and to make something so I am down to buy a wheel for myself I know and do pottery I'm a big fan in my home I'm like picturing so in my home I'm like a studio yes have you seen um the Kendall Jenner architect architectural digest home tour. I have not. Okay. You need to watch it because she has an entire like room for painting, which you would love. Oh my God. You need to watch. It's so gorgeous. Her home is beautiful, but I could see like, yes, a little corner in my home with like a pottery wheel. And I mean, I'm not into painting right now, but I could be so like a little art room. 
I love that. I love that. I love the idea of having a studio. One we're going to have a studio. We're going to have a garden. We're going <laughs> to, we're going to live on a vineyard. What are, what else? <laughs> I, I think know. those are the main ones. Maybe on Lake Michigan. That'd yes, be cool. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh my God. So many boxes to check. Yeah, wow. Okay, the next one we were actually chatting about the other day. Another hobby could be learning about wine. Or I also thought mm. of this too, like coffee. People are super into coffee too. Like making different coffee drinks or learning about the different beans. Learning about wine. I think that's like a really fun one. And... I don't know. Like, I would love to know more about wine. Me too. I just really enjoy it. I think it's so fascinating. I would never adamantly, I will never become a snob because I hate people (laughs) who are like that. It's so disrespectful. It's so obnoxious. Like, unless you have a vineyard, don't talk to me about my taste in wine. Like literally fuck off. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's so fascinating. We did, um, a vineyard tour in the Duro Valley when we were in Portugal. It was so freaking cool. And it just was like inspiring. Um, Like again, same thing, making something from scratch, very therapeutic. It would just be so, so cool. I have um, Traverse City for like a weekend on my bucket list for this upcoming summer. I've never, I've been as a child, but never as an adult. Oh, really? I don't think I've ever been to like vineyards up there. Like they have a lot of wineries. That sounds fun. Yes. So that's a good one. I mean, who doesn't love a good glass of wine? I mean, I, like I said, I have a book. I need to read it to just learn a bit more about like different types of wine. Cause I have no idea. Okay. The last one on our list is learning new things. So that could be anything, anything you're interested in, maybe reading books or taking classes on like topics that interest you, things you wish you knew more about history I don't know random things um I feel like or learning a language you know all all that stuff I feel like I've said I want to learn a language every year for like the past 10 years and it hasn't happened so maybe one day but it's definitely a good hobby to just continue learning yeah I love that I think it's really cool when um you meet someone who's super passionate or just has a ton of knowledge on a specific subject. It's yeah. just so fascinating. So I know I like this one. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. So those were some good ones. Um, if you guys have other ones, let us know. Like I would love to try new things this year. That's like one of my goals. So let us know any hobbies you have that aren't on our list. Um, so to kind of close this episode out, why are hobbies important to you, Jordan? I think, thank you, Maddie. I think, um, (laughs) um, hobbies give you a sense of purpose outside of what we normally, um, identify with. So like for me, work and relationships, um, that's something that I always, like that's a huge part of my life. That's a huge part of where I find purpose and where I find meaning in my life. And so having something else outside of those things that you can really identify with and they can become a part of who you are and like why you are the person you are. That's so, so important. And I think back to like some of the harder times in my life is when I didn't have those things going on. So when there was one slip up, when I hated my job or when I went through a bad breakup, 
it like destroyed me because I just wasn't well-rounded at that Mm -hmm. time in life. So having other things to really make you a well-balanced person, I just think is so, so beneficial to your mental health um, and like your stability. So that is why I do my hobbies and I I like them. It's fun. Yeah. It's good pastime. That's like, I didn't even think about that, but it's so true. Like having something else in your life, literally. I love that. I agree. I mean, I just said it's something to enjoy in your life. Um, I mentioned earlier in the episode, as I get older, I realize that it's really important to spend time doing things that you enjoy and that bring you joy and also is a way to fill your time um, that's productive to you. So yeah, I also agree that these can hobbies can really give you a sense of purpose as well. Um, but I also think it's trial and error. Like you don't have to fall in love with the first thing you try. There's so many different things you could spend your time doing. Um, and that's also a great way to meet people too. I think Mm -hmm. we probably talked about that in the last episode, but like, if you're moving to a new city and you're looking to meet people, probably getting involved with things like this, I mean, is a great way to meet new people that share the same interests as you. Yeah. And a great way to build on the relationships you already have too. Like doing something fun with someone is always more memorable than watching Netflix with someone or, you know what I mean? Like spice things up in your relationships, go to hobbies together. It's fun. I love that. All right, guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll be back next week with another one.